understand the skepticism. Where on earth, in or what planet, do bacteria help you grow muscles? I mean, this is it's this is like something a, a child would make up. But the really important thing to understand is that the world of microbiology is a really evidence-based place. Everything that happens in microbiological research is the result, you know, the probiotics that we now have available to um, healthcare practitioners and to athletes, those capsules have years and years and years of research behind them. And this. Welcome back to the In Situ Health and Fitness podcast. We've helped hundreds of people reach their health and fitness goals. This podcast is a chat about the journey along the way, lessons learned, and topics we think will help you achieve your goals as well. If we haven't met before, my name is Jack Graham. I'm a PT, and joining me is my partner, Mac. She is the nutrition coach and soon-to-be psychologist. Joining us on today's podcast is Rebecca Edwards. Rebecca is the Director of Education for AXP. AXP is a supplement company and this podcast is all about their recovery probiotic. A few months ago, I tried these probiotics for myself and I was blown away from the results. Ever since taking them, I've wanted to do a podcast just talking about these products because the results are amazing. But I didn't really understand the science and what I did understand, I couldn't articulate. We're lucky enough to have Rebecca come in and explain everything about this probiotic and how it actually works and how it helps you recover so you can get better results in the gym. If you are interested in trying AXP's recovery probiotic as well, then you can head over to their website. I will link it in the show notes and use the discount code JACK25. That is J-A-C-K-2-5 at checkout to get 25% off your first order. Welcome back, everybody, to this special podcast. Uh, those long-time listeners, listeners will know, a few months ago, Mac and I had done the 75 Hard Challenge, and I was actually taking a probiotic probiotic that helps with recovery. And I was blown, about, blown away from how much it actually helped me. I actually ran out halfway through the 75 Hard Challenge, and I couldn't believe the difference of taking them and then running out and how my body felt after taking them. And I've always wanted to chat about these uh, supplements on this podcast, but I just didn't really understand the science and the stuff I did understand, I just couldn't articulate too well. So I am stoked to have Rebecca from AXP on the podcast to dive right into the science and explain it all and yeah, get right into it. Um, Rebecca, how about you start by just introducing yourself and what do you do there? Fabulous. Thank you so much for having me on, Jack and Mac. It's, you know, as I was saying to you earlier, it's always an absolute pleasure to have an audience who actually care about the same things that I care about, which is really good quality research into probiotics, understanding how they can help, and then applying that to, you know, really specific circumstances like athletic performance, for example. So I'm Rebecca. Um, I'm the Director of Education at Biome Australia, which is the parent company of AXP. Um, and we really 
really specialize in research, education, and understanding the mechanisms of action of specific strains of probiotic bacteria. With the AXP brand, we're really interested at bringing to the world of, you know, elite athletes and people who care about their athletic performance, bringing to them a range of clinically proven um, HASTA certified interventions that they can take to improve their their athletic performance and their interest in in sport and and nutrition and health in general yeah um it's very strange to hear probiotics and recovery so a lot of people don't even know they go together um so what's how did it come about the pro like recovery in probiotics i know it's it's a little bit of a strange it almost seems like a, a a a couple of topics which don't have a natural connection because by now everyone in Australia, Australia is a pretty health literate society and people in Australia are generally quite interested in, you know, from, from your perspective, obviously, you know, sports and fitness and outdoor living, but people in Australia are also pretty au fait with gut health and general nutritional wellness and the idea that probiotics can offer benefits to general health. Um, sorry, my dog's just making so much noise in the background she's an old dog and normally she just sits really quietly by my feet but she's decided she's going to roll around and and ruffle her collar around apologies for the background noise everyone um so probiotics have always had this reputation of going hand in hand with gut health and that's when most people in australia encounter the idea that they might want to take a probiotic perhaps when they've been taking antibiotics or when they've had a tummy upset and they think should i eat some natural yogurt should i drink some kefir or kombucha or something like this or should i go to the pharmacy and buy a probiotic supplement. I don't really know what I'm doing. So what probiotics are, they are live bacteria, which have been found to offer benefits to human health. And from our perspective as a research company, there is a really big difference between taking fermented foods in your diet, like yogurt or, you know, um, kombucha and things like that. Um, and taking clinically researched specific strains of probiotic bacteria. But getting back to your question about how did this come about in terms of recovery, different strains of probiotic bacteria have been found to be able to modulate or influence different inflammatory pathways in the human immune system. And when it comes to muscle recovery, you know, as you and your listeners are really well aware, what's going on when someone is building muscle and working with muscle is lots of minute damage to muscle fibers. And these fibers heal following specific immune um, you know, immune cascade pathways, which then result in bulkier muscle fibers and muscle building. Where the probiotics and recovery come into it is that it was found that a combination of two specific strains of bacteria were able to reduce the negative inflammatory uh, consequences of this muscle inflammation, help the muscle fibers to heal faster, um, improve recovery time from exercise, and ultimately have a beneficial effect on athletic performance in general. It's it's amazing to hear that. Like again, all from a probiotic. Um, no, it's a little bit science fictiony, isn't it? How do these bacteria affect your muscle performance? It does something. It's it's almost you know like reading a dystopian novel or something. Yeah, and honestly, when I first heard about it, I looked it up and I looked at your website, and you have all the data and that, like all the research behind it. Um, so you know, I was impressed that that was there, and I'm 
I couldn't believe that this isn't more well known. I think we're in the, I think honestly, we're in the infancy of understanding what specific probiotics can actually do. I mean, you know, I spend a lot of my time at work speaking to healthcare professionals from doctors to pharmacists to nutritionists and dietitians and naturopaths about the clinical trials that have been conducted on a whole range of different probiotic strains. And, you know, we're really building this understanding that probiotics can, just as an example, specific strains have been found to have a positive influence on bone density. So therefore reducing the likelihood of someone developing osteoporosis, uh, asthma, Probiotics have been found, specific strain, have been found to reduce the number of asthma attacks experienced by children with asthma. Iron absorption, especially in women who don't absorb iron well, a very specific strain of probiotic has been found to enhance the digestive tract's ability to take iron out of food. So we're really moving on from the idea that probiotic is something bacterial that might help you after you've had gastro to understanding that the microbiome probably holds the key to homeostasis or, you know, that equilibrium um, status that your body is always striving to reach, that point of perfect balance. So many of the processes and mechanisms that our body uses to maintain wellness are really influenced by the microbiome, the community of microbes, which lives largely in the lining of our digestive tract. And it is really exciting to think that, you know, something that has as few side effects as a probiotic that is as easy to include in someone's daily wellness routine can have such significant measurable effects in a population. Yeah. And that's actually where I wanted to go next. Um, I've had a lot of conversations about this supplement to some clients, some other athletes and all that sort of stuff. And there is a little bit of, I guess, misconception about probiotics. Um, again, I have been following this for a few years and seen it develop. So I was happy to buy it and try it straight away. But for those that are out there that are just hearing all this, uh, there is a bit of scepticism. So how, what would you say to them? Yeah, sure. Well, I can understand the scepticism. Where on earth, in you know, what planet do bacteria help you grow muscles? I mean, this is it's this is like something a, a child would make up. But the really important thing to understand is that the world of microbiology is a really evidence-based place. Everything that happens in microbiological research is the result, you know, the probiotics that we now have available to um, healthcare practitioners and to athletes, those capsules have years and years and years of research behind them. And this is something that I would always urge anyone who's interested in taking a supplement of any kind, I would urge everyone to have a look at what is the quality of the research behind this product that you are about to put into your body. It's really important, you know, for us as healthcare professionals to know that the substance we're recommending to our patients or to other healthcare professionals has been put through a, you know, a really well controlled clinical trial. And what that means with probiotics is we love to see that the exact combination and dose of the product we are talking about, in this case, the AXP recovery probiotic, that exact product has been put through a double-blind, randomized, placebo-controlled clinical trial, the results of which have been published in a peer-reviewed mainstream medical journal. So we're not talking about, you know, witchy woo-woo that someone's brewed up in their backyard cauldron. We are talking 
talking about a scientific intervention which has been put through a trial where um, trial participants have been carefully selected, have been randomized to receive either the AXP recovery probiotic or a placebo. So that's a substance that looks and seems identical to the recovery capsule, looks the same, smells the same, tastes the same, but doesn't actually contain the bacteria. And this is a double blind clinical trial. So neither the researchers nor the participants knew what they were taking. And this is really a really important part whenever you're looking at clinical research is to understand, you know, was the trial that's been done on this product was it a double blind clinical trial? Uh, because humans are so prone to the power of suggestion that if you give someone a substance and say to them, tell me if this makes you feel better or not, most of the time they will say it makes them feel better because just the idea that you are taking an intervention to help you can have a significant you know, psychosomatic effect. So in a double blind cl clinical trial, nobody knows if they're taking the real deal or if they're taking a placebo. Um, but they have in this clinical trial, they were having measurements taken of a particular inflammatory cytokine in their bloodstream. So when we talk about inflammation in the um, you know, within the human immune system, what we're talking about is the production of very specific, um, I guess, chemicals uh, which are produced by our immune system and um, in the trial that was done on the recovery probiotic, the researchers were specifically looking at interleukin-6, which is a pro-inflammatory cytokine. And they were looking at it um, at baseline, so before the clinical trial started, and then before and after exercise in the probiotic group compared to the placebo group. So what they found was that after three weeks of supplementing with the AXP recovery probiotics, that those in the the probiotic group had compared to the placebo group, they had reduced um, effect of muscle damage on performance. They had improved range of motion following muscle damaging exercises, and they had lowered levels of this interleukin-6 um, inflammatory chemical at baseline, so before exercise, but also up to 48 hours after exercise compared to the placebo group. So getting back to your question about what do you say to people who are skeptical about this, this is not something we can make up. This is not a psychosomatic effect. Somebody can't imagine their way to reduced inflammatory interleukin-6. This is something that was found by the researchers when they were taking blood samples from the trial participants, and they found this very significant difference between those who were taking the probiotic and those who were taking the placebo. So there is good quality, well-conducted scientific evidence supporting the benefit that this particular probiotic combination can have in people who are looking to improve their athletic performance and reduce the negative impact on muscle pain and inflammation. Um, <laughs> that's good because when I ran out and I did notice a difference in my body, I was wondering if it was just a placebo or not. So. Yeah. No, your your blood levels would not lie. You know, if we took samples of your inflammatory, you know, of your blood and measured your different inflammatory profiles, um, that that's what can't, you know, that's what can't lie. Your blood can't lie, and you can't imagine your way to a less inflammatory profile. So it's it is real. This is why it's really important to have this 
good quality published evidence because when we do come across these naysayers and these skeptics and these people who are not aware of the level of research which is coming out on the microbiome and its link with athletic performance to be able to say, well, there has been a double-blind, randomized, placebo-controlled clinical trial. Um, it's, you know, it's really valuable. It adds a lot of weight to uh, to the understanding that a simple side effect-free supplement can make a significant difference. So the people that went through this study, were they athletes or? They were. They were healthy, resistance-trained men. So they were not necessarily professional or elite athletes, but they were fit men who were actively participating in resistance training and were, um, you know, were excellent physical specimens when it came to athletic performance um, and, you know, operating at, at fairly, fairly close to peak fitness, yes. Yeah. Um, so most of our listeners would just be general population interested in health, fitness and just feeling better all around. Would some, something like this benefit them? Yeah, it will because, you know, again, what we're looking at here is, you know, interleukin-6 is one of many cytokines produced by our immune system. And interleukin-6 is not just associated with muscle performance and recovery and fitness. It's associated with a whole range of inflammatory conditions and immune system regulation. So what we understand in the world of probiotic research is that different strains of probiotics can have these really significant anti-inflammatory effects and can also have a significant impact on reducing risk of infection and improving recovery from infection. So if we are taking bacteria which have a modulatory effect on some of these inflammatory chemicals, we know that we're looking at a far wider um, you know, significant impact on human health and immune regulation than just muscle performance. So it's very likely, even if people are not necessarily elite athletes who are listening to this and who are thinking they might like to try AXP, um, you know, or other high quality strain specific probiotics, they're likely to have a positive impact, not just on their recovery time, but on general immune regulation and digestive health as well. Um, so a couple of questions there. Some young people might hear this and go, well, I can just take as much as I want of this and I can build even more, more, more muscle and become an athlete in no time. Mm. If only it was that simple, we would all be doing it for sure. Can you imagine fitness in a pill? Like sign me up. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's not how probiotics or any substance works. You know, you cannot supplement your way to athletic performance as experts like you are very well aware. But what we're looking at is this specific dose, which if we go back into the world of microbiology, is um, a dose of 10 billion live bacteria. So in each capsule of um, AXP probiotic, there are two specific strains of bacteria. There are 5 billion units of Streptococcus thermophilus FP4 DSM18616 and 5 billion Bifidobacterium brevet BRO3 DSM16604. And these two at that dose of 5 billion each have then been associated with with this improved recovery time and reduced inflammatory profile. The thing about probiotics is that it's not a case of the more you take, the greater the effect. Our AXP recovery probiotic is designed to be taken one capsule a day. 
Um, it doesn't matter what time of day, by the way, before exercise, after exercise, before food, after food. That doesn't make any difference in the world of probiotics. All that matters is getting the live bacteria into the intestinal tract where they then start to modulate the immune system. But it's not a case of, okay, well, I'm just going to take three of these a day and that's going to give me supercharged muscles, et cetera. Uh, because probiotics, it's really interesting, and this is from a kind of digestive physiology perspective. Probiotics are live bacteria that we deliberately swallow, but they never actually leave our digestive tract. They quite literally pass from one end of the human body to the other. And the live bacteria capsules that you take, the capsule itself breaks down and the bacteria, and you know, this is um, maybe a little gross for some, but the bacteria will ultimately just end up in the toilet. But it's what they do as they are passing through the digestive tract, which is so important. This then gets back to the whole dose issue. Because the live bacteria, they never cross the lining of the digestive tract to enter your bloodstream. They never have to be processed by the liver, unlike medications or herbal medicines or nutritional medicines. They don't enter the bloodstream. They don't go through the liver. They don't need to be broken down by liver enzymes. And then you need to have a particular dose present in the bloodstream for a treatment effect to occur. What probiotics are doing is interacting with your immune system across the lining of the digestive tract to modulate the substances released by immune cells like interleukin-6 and other cytokines. And then they just pass on through the other end. So it's not a case of, well, I'm just going to load myself up on a big dose of probiotics to get a great treatment effect because I've got loads of them in my bloodstream. They're not entering your bloodstream. And it's not a case that the more you have of these particular bacteria in your digestive tract, the more your body will reduce production of these inflammatory chemicals because that's not how your immune system works. So I'm very sorry to disappoint everyone, but no, you can't grow, you know, Popeye um, muscles by taking a whole handful of probiotics in one hit. Um, it's about still regular training and putting the effort in. It's just that you are likely to see improved um, recovery and reduced inflammatory damage if you take these specific strains of probiotic, um, you know, over a period of time. Um, so is there any foods or drinks or anything like that can sort of inhibit those probiotics working? That's such a great question. So we get asked questions around this quite often because, you know, from a different perspective, people will often say, well, can't I find these probiotic bacteria in foods like yogurt or sauerkraut or fermented foods? And the answer here is probably not because when we're looking at fermented foods, we're looking at foods which have taken on the microbes in their local environment and, you know, undergone fermentation and produced ferment um, bacterial byproducts um, that you see in things like yogurt and cheese, et cetera. But we never know the exact microbes which are present in that particular food. When you take a probiotic supplement, you are taking a very specific dose of a very specific strain of bacteria. And in the case of the AXP recovery probiotic, we know those two strains of bacteria, we know the dose, and we know what they've been found to do in this population of 
resistance trained men. So the first part of that question is, no, you're not going to find these very specific bacteria in a particular food. The second part of the question, is there anything that you could do which could negate the impact that these bacteria could have on your athletic performance? Probably not. So, and a lot of this comes down once again to the fact, like we were saying earlier, that probiotics never leave the digestive tract. They're not going into the bloodstream. So what we see happening with a lot of, um, you know, different supplements is that their levels can be impacted um, by other substances which could negatively impact their absorption. So for example, a great, you know, great example is um, iron and calcium or iron and zinc or calcium and zinc. If you have a high dose of iron in your digestive tract and you take a you know a zinc supplement as well then this could negatively impact the absorption of the iron um, but because probiotics are not actually being absorbed that's not at risk of happening wow awesome yeah uh any that is the question i was waiting this whole time to ask <laughs> the other question i'm not sure if you'll be able to elaborate on it much or not but I get a lot of clients ask me about probiotics being kept in the fridge and yes. that like they're not quote unquote real probiotics if they aren't kept in the fridge. Could you? But it's such a good question. Yes. So this is something, this is a really interesting topic of conversation, the idea that probiotics need to be refrigerated. And where this comes from is from older, uh, older, lower quality probiotic supplements, which were isolated from, you know, food substances, um, like yogurt, for example, needs to be kept in the fridge. Modern probiotic products are produced via um, freeze drying. So the bacterial cells have all the moisture pulled out of their intracellular environment, and this puts them into a state of deep dormancy. And so essentially they're deeply asleep and they will not wake up unless they come into contact with a moist environment. Because for example, your digestive tract, it's pretty wet in there. So it's far more important with probiotic supplements to keep them dry than to keep them cold. They don't actually need to be in the fridge and they don't need to be kept at particularly cool temperatures as long as they're kept away from moisture. And that includes environmental humidity. And this is why something that is really important uh, with the AXP recovery probiotic is you'll notice that it comes in individually wrapped blister packets so that each capsule is completely sealed in its own micro environment. And that is far more important than keeping it in the fridge. It means that it's not coming into contact with any environmental humidity or oxygen or UV light exposure, anything which could see a degradation in the viability of the live bacteria, but the temperature is far less important. So again, if anyone is trying to tell you that, you know, good quality probiotics belong in the fridge, that's a great indication that they don't understand probiotic science. Perfect. That's, a, that's the best answer I could have asked for. <laughs> um, while we're on the consumer part of it, uh, yep. probiotics, prebiotics, all yep. that 
different ones. What's what's the difference? Ah, such a great question. So a you know if we look at the root of the term biotic, that means life. So we're talking about life forms here. When we're talking about probiotic, the term probiotic has come to mean um, live bacteria, live you know life forms. A prebiotic has come to mean a substance which essentially supports the life of probiotics. And what that means um, on a practical level is that prebiotics have come to mean substances which act as ferment substrates. What that means is basically food sources. So a prebiotic is basically a packed lunch for your probiotics. And this opens up a far bigger conversation around, do you need to take specific prebiotic substances to feed your probiotic bacteria? And there's a really long answer to that, but the short answer is no, you don't because your probiotic bacteria that you are deliberately taking in your capsules of probiotics, they have been put through these clinical trials like the one we've been talking about on the recovery probiotic and found to have these measurable differences compared to placebo capsules. And the trial participants in all of these clinical trials have not been given prebiotic substances to take. They've actually not been given any advice about diet at all. So even without changing their diet or knowing anything about their diets, we can see a big difference between those who took the probiotic and those who took the placebo, even without giving them prebiotics to go along with those probiotics. So we know that probiotic supplements will work without someone taking specific prebiotics as well. But the second part to that answer is that the the prebiotics are in your diet probiotic bacteria. And in fact, all of the bacteria in your own microbiome, which lives inside your digestive tract at all times, how they get their energy is by fermenting or feeding on fibers from your diet. So anything in your diet, which has come from a plant uh, will be able to provide a fuel source for your own microbiome bacteria to feed off and to continue to produce their metabolic byproducts and all of the good stuff that they're doing for you. And this is why when we look at epidemiology around dietary health, it's one of the reasons why we see people who eat a wide variety of plant-based foods. Generally, this correlates to greater health outcomes across a whole range of health outcomes. And a big part of that is, yes, there's all the nutrients in fruit and veg, there's all the antioxidants, but another part is there's all of these different types of fiber substrates, which are supporting different kinds of bacteria in your digestive tract. So the people who eat the most plant foods, you know, fruit, vegetables, legumes, nuts, seeds, different types of teas, et cetera. These are the people who are most likely to have the most diverse and healthy gut microbiome because they are feeding their gut microbiome with this range of prebiotic fibers. That wasn't the short answer at all, but anyway, you get the, you get, you get the impression. 100%. Um, any more questions on AXP? Um, again, it's, Crazy to think what the AXP recovery probiotic can do, but what do you see in the future for probiotics? 
Oh, that is such a beautiful question. Oh, my goodness. You have to hold me back from answering this one. But um, ultimately, I think going, we're going to see a lot more research, I think, on the relationship between specific strains of probiotics and cardiometabolic outcomes. So we're talking about type 2 diabetes. We're talking about obesity. We're talking about cardiovascular disease and ultimately longevity. You know, there's a lot going on behind the scenes in the research world looking at some of these topics, um, and it's ultimately a case of watch this space um, because there's a lot there's a lot coming in this world yeah um yeah i'm looking forward to it and i we could probably sit here talking for another hour just on yes. that yeah. yes we could yeah um, we will leave it at that um yeah again i can't thank you enough uh did you have any more questions to wrap it up with no, no anybody listening i'd strongly recommend giving the axp uh, recovery probiotics ago again i did it for two months and i it was my training was probably the best it's ever been um i will ask if someone is someone listening to this podcast is to go out and buy axp mm-hmm. obviously we and you want them to see the best results possible from taking the supplement so is there anything or any way that they could monitor the the change that they're going to see like mm-hmm like keep a diary or something that is that's a really good question because it's not like most people are going to take their own blood before and after exercising to measure their interleukin-6 levels um i would say just like you jack what they're likely to notice is an improvement in the ease at which they are able to complete their training a reduction in post exercise muscle fatigue and a shortening of the recovery period after exercising. So yeah, a diary is a great idea. Or even what a lot of people do is just kind of, you know, either verbally or just write down a score of how they're feeling out of 10 after training and then again the next morning. And what you're likely to see is, you know, over the time at which someone is taking their probiotic, they're likely to see an improvement in those trends. Amazing. Um and how long would it take for them to actually start seeing results? Well, the clinical trial was three weeks and there was a measurable difference in the level of interleukin-6 in the blood between the two groups after that three-week period. So we're very confident in saying that, you know, absolutely within a month you're going to see a difference, yes. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear everybody trying it and let us, letting us know how they went with it and the results they get. Fantastic. Uh, Rebecca, thanks again for your time. And I've really enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Um, it's, you know, it's lovely to connect with your listeners. And like I said before, any opportunity to talk geeky research is one I will take with both hands. So thank you so much. Well, next time the next supplement comes out, we'll get you back on. Fabulous. Look forward to it. All right. Thanks again. See ya. Hey, thanks. If you are ready to try AXP's Recovery Probiotic, then head to the link in the description and don't forget to use the discount code JACK25, that is J-A-C-K-2-5, to get 25% off your first order. One more thing before you go, if you enjoyed this podcast, I would appreciate it if you share it with a friend or family member that you think would benefit from this as well. Podcasts generally grow from word of mouth, so it's going to mean a lot to us if you share it with your network as well. Thanks in advance and we'll see you on the next episode.